0: Jim is a passionate technology coach with over 25 years of experience advising social impact organizations, brands, and experts on maximizing growth using content and technology. He co-leads a mastermind program that hosts both in-person and virtual events to teach entrepreneurs the essentials of business skills and create lasting impact. And with a focus on AI, tech expertise, and mentorship, Jim empowers entrepreneurs to harness the power of artificial intelligence in their daily lives and business. Welcome, welcome back Super Expanders. I am so excited. We are about to dive into I think maybe the most exciting conversation of your lifetime. And I'm sitting with this amazing human and I'm so excited to share him with you. And we, we all know that it is a rare occasion that the masculine energy shows up here on the Super Expander podcast. So <laughs> without further ado, I am so excited to introduce you to Jim Carter. Uh,
1: thank you so much for having me. I'm grateful to be here.
0: Ah, I'm so excited to dive into this. So before we get into the meat of what we're going to talk about here, we, we like to start out on a whole different kind of level here. So who is Jim deep down on a soul level?
1: It's a big question, uh, especially as the first question. I know, um, deep. When someone asks me to identify, um, I I like to say that I'm, I'm a girl dad um very proud family man um very heart-centered i definitely wear my heart on my sleeve and i, I really just I, I give a damn in this world and i, I want to leave it in a better place than i found it and the unique way that i have found that i can do that best is by finding creative ways to use technology just to make the world a little bit better again than the way i found it and that's really been my professional focus um since i was about 15 or 16. i just picked up computers and putting them together and learning everything about it and i just i was fascinated by it by this ability to build and to do something that maybe somebody hadn't done before and i picked up software engineering really early as a kid Uh, i'm an eagle scout in the boy scouts of america so if you're watching on video that's what the bird on my arm is um but it you know our whole thing is right hand over your heart so that's where i keep it closest to me and my my thing was i found that my superpower was taking really complicated technical topics and being able to explain them and distill them where it doesn't really matter if you identify as technical or non-technical but i can make sense of it and i can really see that full path forward i may not know exactly how to get there but i can see the light at the end of the tunnel and i can do that for people and myself and that's really empowered me and it's given me a lot of space to be able to try things and create startups and try different business models and just see what really brought me a lot of joy and along the way, I've worked with a lot of nonprofit organizations, a lot of social good companies, um, and one of my favorite things to, to be proud of is I've, in the last, let's see, in the last 14 years now, since I've really focused on focusing on social good companies and helping like certified B Corps, I'm a certified B Corp founder as well, I've helped raise over $23 million for charities through creative uses of technology, and That's just That didn't all come at once. That's not because I had to be an expert before it all happened. It was just repetition and testing. And you you don't realize how fast your actions add up until you kind of check tape and you go back and you realize, wow, this is awesome. And the latest iteration of that now is I just love talking about artificial intelligence and what that's doing for our world, but doing it from a place of knowing that it can do better for us. And I think that's, I think that's the topic we're really going to cover today is how can it add some value to our life and how can it save us some time and money and just put us in a better place?
0: Oh my goodness. Yep. We are going to dive into all of it, but I have to go back and ask you, because I always like to give a little, a little, um context of how we know each other. So, you know, we are in the social media world and uh, masterminds and, you know, it's always like one, one step, like, you know, connections, we're always like one step away from like really getting to know each other. And I remember, when you were speaking at an event. And I was like, so intrigued by what you were sharing. And part of the biggest intrigue I have to say was your handle was cause hacker. And I was like, really trying to understand (laughs) about, I was like, hold on cause hacker. But as you sat here and explained who you are on a soul level, it was like, it made so much sense. And I have to say, you can just feel the alignment in all of it in your energy as you're talking about it. And I think that's such a cool thing when you're, Blending all of that with the idea of technology, this idea of almost like the spiritual part of you comes forth as you're talking about technology, which I don't know, is that weird?
1: It I don't think it's weird. I I, I think it's uncommon. And the reason is just because we're we live in such a fast-paced world. Now this this isn't news to anybody. We're fast-paced, we're technology addicted, we have attention spans of fruit flies. But we do still get one shot at this life, and for a good majority of my professional career, I chased the money, and I never really found it the way that I wanted. And I was like, I, when I finally went back and did some introspection, it was very clear why I didn't find it, and it was because it was chasing, you know, a false idol. It, it, it sure it added a little bit more wealth to my life, but at the end of the day, I was too tired. I was. I wasn't depressed, but I just, I wasn't fulfilled. And that was even with having a beautiful family and wonderful connections and great friends. And I was like, man, I'm just missing something. So I I took that time to actually understand, okay, well, if I am going to take everything that I know and really make an impact on the world, how can I do it that's actually gonna light me up? And that change really unlocked things for me. So now, you know, I mean, if, if you're watching on video, I'm wearing a greatness shirt because uh, Lewis House is a good friend, and I love that team. I'm proud to be considered on Team Greatness, and I, I love the impact that he's making in the world, and I love representing that. Um, I wear a I wear a square knot bracelet to remind me of my my scouting days, and my daughter made me a little bracelet says Dad um, that you know she changes out the different colors and stuff like that. Um, so it's like you know if we're gonna be this busy, if we're going to show up this much, if if we're gonna put this much energy out into the world. We should do it for the reason that actually is authentic. And everybody knows what authentic is to themselves. For me, I'm known as a tech guy. And I was a growth hacker for a good majority of my professional career. And I was like, well, how do I change that? How do I, not because it has to be changed, but because I wanted to. And I was like, all right, well, if if I'm going to show up, and it's no longer about the money, it's about the impact. And if I am a growth hacker because I believe in it and I'm good at it, how can i blend all this together so one day i just came up with the idea and i'm now forever known as cause hacker so and it's it's impossible to change your handles across all social media platforms so i'm kind of stuck i don't, I don't want to change it because i finally no. got everything there so everybody tags me as it everybody knows me as it and i see a really wonderful world where i can influence product people engineers those that show up in technology and be the proof that Sure, you can make a lot of money, but you can also make a big difference, and I really think that they can go hand in hand.
0: Oh my gosh, absolutely! And so I feel like that it's you almost were like uh, foretelling where we are now with with your handle because, and I say this, and maybe I it's just like my lens with which I see the world. So, at my first thought when because we're talking about AI and like kind of like that that's like the thing that you're really passionate about right now. So something that I am extraordinarily passionate about is finding ways to save time and my first thought when i when ai started to like have its like you know chat GPT was going viral a few months ago. I was like, oh my gosh. And I had like such a I was like, I-, I think I'm like 80 years old with the way that I was thinking about things and this technology. I was like, I think we've just gone too far. I'm not gonna like get involved in this because this is just ridiculous. I'm gonna like forget how to be a writer. I'm gonna forget how to do all these things and our whole society is going to go down this like terrible demise all because of chat GPT. Like these were like the like ridiculous thoughts that were going through my head. Um until recently I was Going through, and I was teaching a program on um, becoming time rich, essentially, and I actually started dipping my toe into AI, and I really started to realize with, and it's I think kind of this merged blend idea of both of the things that we're like looking at doing and thinking, and like a shared values of being able to show up and have this space to be present with your family, with your kids, to make an impact, to do all of the things, and really. AI can do that. So I'd love for you to kind of like start to open up and share, I don't know, first maybe like breaking down maybe the the myths about AI and how, once we get through that, how you can harness its power and really make a difference in your life, in like in your business, in, in even your bank account.
1: Of course. The, there are so many myths about it because it's so new right and and humanity fears the unknown just as a psychological like that's the fight or flight thing like there's a massive shadow coming my way what is it oh god i don't know you freak out but when you realize it might just be a tree you're like okay well i I can deal with that so imagine for a minute that let's 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 zoom back out and think about when the personal computer came out at the time, nobody had these things. We didn't have smartphones. Nothing was smart. Nothing was connected. The internet wasn't even established to the point where anybody used it more than big mainframes. But how revolutionary was that, but also how long did it take to catch on? If you, if you, if you just think about the weight of that and what that did for society, now kind of zoom back in to where we are now, where everybody has access. Everybody has these connections. Everybody has YouTube University where you can learn anything you want for an unlimited amount of hours and you'll never run out of content. And here we are with what is possibly one of the biggest technology innovations and revolutions and deliveries, but not just because it's there theoretically and it's, it's, it's hard to get to for only those that are really trying to get into it. It's free. Like you can just sign up for a free account and you can start exploring with this. And the, the biggest difference is now it's a household name. We hear about ChatGPT, Midjourney, Dolly, all of these different services, Microsoft's investment in it, what Nvidia is doing. Uh, for those of you that use Canva, they've added AI to Canva, right? It's, it's not just the GPT thing, and we'll talk about that, but it's, it's this idea that it used to require a highly skilled developer. It used to require an incredible amount of computing power And it used to only be for those that cared enough that they wanted to explore and get into it. But I'm teaching my kids how to use chat GPT. I'm teaching my kids, my, my 11 year old and my 12 year old, how to sketch an idea on on a piece of paper or on their tablet with their Apple Pencil, and upload it to an AI tool and say, now come up with, you know, like use their imagination and bring it to life. And I mean, looking at like, the world come alive through their eyes and they get to see that we're, we're at this period of technology where sure that was possible before but it wasn't it wasn't demystified to your point about what is the myth of it I think the myth is that it's not for me it's going to destroy humanity <laughs> going back to the iRobot thing but when you actually just zoom out and say okay the sun will still rise tomorrow The Internet's not going to crash by the time I wake up tomorrow because the bots are taking over. We may joke about it, but it's not true. The, The fact that we now have this immense amount of knowledge, this immense amount of power at our fingertips that again is free to use. You don't even have to have a business to appreciate and enjoy it. It could be for a hobby. It could be for relationships. If you're too terrified to go hire a therapist for the first time, you can start therapy with ChatGPT. Granted, I'm not, I'm not condoning it and I'm saying do everything that the robot tells you. But if it just gives you that little bit of permission to remove the ego, remove the block, and not have to start from a blank canvas, then why wouldn't you want to be interested in it? And, and that's really the way that I like to teach and I like to show up with it is just lean into it doesn't mean you have to fully adopt it doesn't mean you have to buy every single service that's out there but try it Mm -hmm. and and just get better at thinking about a different way that you can implement artificial intelligence into your life that requires no technical experience whatsoever and you will be blown away by what is possible for you
0: oh my gosh yeah it's crazy absolutely that's funny so i was i'm i have an app that i was kind of just dabbling with not it's not AI specific, but they actually just started offering an AI coach on there, and I was playing around with it. Speaking of therapy, right? As essentially it was like what was happening in this session, and I was kind of messing with the <laughs> with the bot to see like what it was going to come yeah, back. and yeah. It was so interesting, though, and there was I like my mind went in so many directions of like the potential and possibility with that specifically. But basically it brings me to two questions then about this and like how you might speak to it for somebody. One is the ethics behind it. Do you, just of like, okay, people now I've heard of people like producing books, essentially writing books with AI and then having them done in like a record amount of time, like in a couple days. So, and then like essentially passing it off as their, work. So I want to start with that one. And I'm going to ask the second one if, if we need to go back to it so that like I, don't, I can just like not forget my question. But then also with that pairs the idea of like how the people that have the fear around how it's going to um, remove and eliminate jobs.
1: For sure. Yeah, the, the ethics question is a big one. And, and it's evolving, right? To, to, to be very realistic it actually could be different from the moment that we're recording this to the moment that somebody actually listens to this. Like that's how fast this industry is evolving. So my my humble opinion here, which is educated to the point of which I've been able to research is is only encompassing to the state of where this technology is today. So I just I have to throw that disclaimer out there because I am one of many opinions. But the ethics conversation is an important one because what we have to realize is that this is simply a level of tapping into information and having it be delivered to us that we, t- we we never really had before, right? Everybody who's listening here has likely at one point in their life, if not a thousand times, searched Google for information and found what they were looking for. God only knows I have. <laughs> I've been an SEO for over 15 years, so I probably, I probably hold rank on the amount of Google searches that come out of this, which means I know how to tap into other people's information that they have taken credit for at an enormously fast rate. We have to ask ourselves, well, where does AI get this information? Well, it gets it the same place that Google gets its database, the publicly known Internet, every addressable web page, every PDF that's public, every book, every manual, all the stuff we were joking about. It. We have the same Scarlett, you know, recorder, you know, thing for, for what we're doing for podcasts. Well gpt and ai probably know exactly what a scarlet is and how it works and if you had a question about it you could ask it so let's back up for a minute and say if we're searching for information because we want to do something with it we used to just go to google and of course you go to Bing, you go to yahoo there are other search engines but now we think about okay well i have i have a whole different way of going for information it used to be going to an encyclopedia and then it turned into a web search and now it's you still can do a web search but If you want to do more with it or if you want that information to be delivered back to you in a way that's not a list, then you could consider going to it to AI. So what that means is that if you just ask for information, you'll get it. And it's still up to you what you want to do with it. What's interesting about the way AI has given us this tool is now we can masquerade and have that information presented to us, not just in result one, result two, result three you can have it present it back to you in a way that you, you maybe haven't even thought of yet. You can ask for the same exact information, explain to me like I'm five, Added, you know, it in there with a dad joke, done it as first person, done it as third person, done it in your voice, done it in my voice, done it in the voice of Tony Robbins. It, it's wildly cool, and it's also scarily awesome because it gives us this un... un tapped ability to then put our own creativity into it and this is the long answer to it because it's a complex one and my my answer to the ethics of it is what you do with it is still your responsibility so if you are just going on GPT and you're saying write me a blog post and you're copying and pasting it and publishing it you're gonna get hammered by Google and people are gonna call you out Because at the end of the day, that is no different than searching Google for what is this information and copying and pasting chunks of that stuff and then republishing it. At the end of the day, it really is no different. So what we do with the information is what matters. The way that I like to work with the information I get is to let it get me 80% of the way there, 90% of the way there, sometimes even more, but still put your own creative spin on it. This is where it gets really cool is when you really start to master and get better at working with AI, you can train it in your voice, in the way you like to present. Maybe you're a four exclamation point kind of lady. Or maybe you're a really masculine, you know, couple big cap characters and then a lot of dot, dot, dots and like getting you really into it. If you train AI on the way that you like to show up, it, can, it, it has this innate ability to take information and blend it in different ways. So tell me, how is that different than hiring a research assistant to go out and find all the links, find this information, put it all together and compose it, and then hiring a ghostwriter to understand who you are and how you like to show up and put it all together and then you do a final edit. At the end of the day, it's not. Mm -hmm. You're still getting that information, but it's what you do with it that matters. Now, that's on the chat side, and that's with the text side. Let's think about it on the artistic side, on the creative side, because that's a really hot button topic as well. Using a service like Dolly or Midjourney, right now you can create incredibly super hyper-realistic graphics, like to the point where they're almost unnoticeably different than if it was a true photograph. And I know this because I've used that as a personal challenge. I wanted to see how close to photorealism I could, I could squeeze out of a service like Midjourney. And I've blown people away like with the results I've been able to get. I'm stunned sometimes when I see these things. And these humans, these images, these, these graphics, th- these objects don't exist in real life. You, you can have it create a lifelike version of a human, and that human does not exist. So you can't claim copyright over something that technically doesn't exist. And an, an interesting uh, thing that I saw is I'd heard this quote that when we developed the photograph it was the first time that we were able to see something that came out of a machine AI and image manipulation is the first time that we are seeing something out of a machine out of a machine it's it's one level deeper than what we can comprehend so what do we do with that machine right and again that's that's where you say I don't I don't want the world to move to everybody's a digital artist because they have an AI utility. I want that to be the inspiration so they can be the artist. And whether it's in imagery or video production or text, let these tools be the hammer to help you build the house. Don't let the hammer take credit for the house.
0: Mm, That is great. I also just, as you're talking, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I don't need to go have a new photo shoot. I can just put my phone on There's an AI <laughs> service for,
1: prof- I'm, I'm using air quotes if you're listening, for professional photo shoots with AI. And they're, I mean, they're 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 hilarious <laughs> and kind of fun at the same time. But it's like, you know, again, if, if, if you have a globally distributed team and you only have a simple photo, like, you could upload everybody's freaking wedding photos to the service and it'll turn them into professional headshots. Like when when we disconnect from what we think we know about what we have to do and we just open ourselves up to, wow, what, what could that be? Like I'm bald. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had no hair since I was probably 23. I could put a sweet looking, you know, rug on my head and or actually look at what it would look like if I had gray hair or like switch out my beard. And that's been possible before with Photoshop and everything else, but we're talking now you can, you can grab a little tool and highlight and then you could say, you could just start typing and just getting creative and the results come back so fast so what what this has done is it's given us this technology so we can do things with it and i I, that's why i truly believe to kind of really really put everything together with this ethics question it's what we do with it that matters from here out i don't want anybody to take credit for other people's work god knows i don't so we shouldn't think like that we should think about using this to make our life better so we can then put our creative spin on it and make other people's life better.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like we used to have to bake a cake and you had to stir it with your with a spoon. And then all of a sudden somebody was like, hey, let's use a mixer. And then they were like, what if a well, machine hold on, helps. let's <laughs> let's make a stand mixer that you don't even have to hold like the hand mixer. Now you can have this like this hand mixer. Right. And so now that's that's really what AI gets to be in terms of a, it's just a tool that you are able to use to make life easier, better, faster, more innovative. I mean, that's the way that I am now viewing it differently than when I when it first hit. Like, hit, I was like, mm, I don't know if I can get on board with this. And now I just see the possibility, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I just like the possibility is really limitless. But and it also seems like when you were you were talking, one thing that popped in my mind was like how much good it could do, because I started thinking about it in the context of medicine, which is like not even really where like the purpose of this conversation. But I was like, oh, just think about how many like a doctor could go in and basically ask it a question and it might find like a random, super rare disease that somebody might be suffering from that they didn't even know about based on the the question that it asked. And, I, and with regards to the ethics, what I started to find as I was playing with it is that you're infusing just your own personality into the prompts already. And by doing that, it's, it, I mean, you're teaching it your voice, yes, but it's like, you're getting like your authentic kind of answer based on how you ask the question.
1: Correct, and, and the stronger you ask the question, the more unique it will give it back to you. But it's still gonna be inspired by the data that it has, but that's no different than hiring a business coach who has worked with other companies that is inspired by the past clients that they have. That is no different than hiring a software engineer who understands code because they've coded for other projects and they know how to apply it. And you can it's the dentist that's already worked on teeth before you. It's the doctor that's already (laughs) treated a cold and knows what prescription to describe. So it's your point. I recently saw an article and I'm I'm not going to cite it because I'm going to botch it. but it was something to the tune of there was a very rare disease that somebody was suffering from and the doctors knew that it was so rare that they turned to AI to put in the symptoms and it helped them diagnose it. So this yeah. is totally like, um, did you ever watch house, uh, MD, the old show with, uh, what was it, what was his name? Hugh, I can't remember his name. Um, but th- there was, there was a show where he like, he was this, you know, he was this brilliant mind doctor, and he had the craziest patient symptoms come in, and the whole show was about him being inspired. Like I have chapstick on my table, by like seeing the chapstick and being like, "Oh my god," it reminded me of the word "chaps," and "chaps" is part of the thing, and you know, and and it just when AI. I'm, 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 I digress for a moment because I get excited about this, but when you realize that you don't have to know everything for a hot minute, and when you realize that if you put your spin on how you can work with the data to make your output better, then why not use that tool? Why not use that mixer, right? You don't have to be the best baker in the world, but it's gonna make it harder for you to get better at baking if you do everything manually, would you agree, right? It'd be the same with like, you imagine if you went to your accountant and your accountant was like, okay, so Normally I could do all these things in um, a couple hours, but I choose not to use spreadsheets or a calculator. I like to do everything by hand with long division because it guarantees accuracy. What are you gonna tell that person? <laughs> you're gonna
0: laugh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like your your grandpa going, I walked 10 miles in the snow. <laughs> both ways in the snow,
1: and <laughs> you're over here with your Tesla and EV, char- right. But I'm not saying everybody has to adopt everything but you got to be open to considering it and what that would do for you regardless of what it is so now to the the second question that you had about jobs right yeah because this is the the, this is one of the biggest questions will will the robots take over and replace all of the jobs i believe that and i saw this quote and i can't remember who said it but i've i've been repeating and i need to find it so i can actually cite the source that AI will not take your job. The person using AI will take your job.
0: And I Ooh, truly Zinger, that's a mic drop moment. It's I think you one. need to say that one again.
1: <laughs> AI will not take your job. The person using AI will take your job. And it's not because of the rise of the resistance with the robots, it's because humankind loves innovation. Some of us are resistant to it, but others of us, like me, run directly into the storm because I love what that can be for humanity. And I love looking around the corner before somebody else. It just, it fires me up. So ask yourself, what if you were a mathematician and you were the first person, one of the first people to actually get your hands on a calculator, you want to tell me that that wouldn't have given you an unfair advantage in life. If mm. you were the first person in your, in your town to get electricity, you want to tell me that you wouldn't have had the best parties, that people wouldn't have admired you in a different way? Like, if you're you're the first person to get a telephone in your town, it has nothing to do with ego. It has everything about utility and, and adding value to your life. So why not be one of the first people to be able to enrich your life in a sea of everybody else who's stuck in status quo land? Like, why not? You know, like, step into that. Like, be willing to try it because those that do adopt it are those that are going to be less afraid of it, which means those are the ones that are not going to fall behind. I truly believe I I, I put my, my, my businesses, my net worth, everything that I've got into this because I'm so passionate about this, that business owners who do not adopt AI into their business, they will fall behind and their business will shut down faster than they think that it is even possible Because their competition that does adopt it will simply outpace them. Because this is such a big revolution in technology and those that are willing to try it are going to find profound savings. And what everybody knows the purpose of compound interest, like the reason that you don't start a 401k when you're 60 is for that reason. So why would you want to think, oh, maybe I'll look into it in three or four years? I don't even know what's going to be like tomorrow. Yeah. today is already wild so this isn't fear-mongering this is just a damn reality check
0: oh my gosh absolutely I mean I think if you wait how it becomes hard to catch up right you don't have the level of context if you jump in now it's just going to continue to build and evolve and you'll be able to just you know do all the do all of that with it build and evolve and grow and innovate uh, along the way so okay I had this thought that I've, I feel like we could just sit here and just talk about this like for hours and hours and hours and limitless time we could sit here and talk about it. I heard someone say the other day that one of the kind of like super cool things that you could do with it is that you could literally basically start a business with AI. So, this is probably like a really deep question that we could go into, but maybe we could like put it into like a summary, because I feel like this might perk some ears up too, is that you're like, wait, hold on. I could use AI to start a business because so many people are out there, whether they want to, they're either in a side hustle, they want to start a, start a business. They want to find a way to bring in more revenue and maybe they just don't know where to get started or how to get started. Maybe this is the way.
1: Yeah. I could definitely talk for like 20 minutes on this and I promise I won't do that to everybody who's <laughs> listening. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll give a couple examples and I actually have a, um, I have a YouTube video I recorded on showing how you can use AI and chat GPT to build an entire business. I'll, I'll oh send it gosh. over to you so you can link it up in the show notes. But the answer is yes, you can. Right. Cause I, I, I did a presentation at the mastermind about it. Like I, I taught this with fast foundations. So a couple of the examples that are coming out are, First of all, if you're interested on AI, uh, Twitter is your jam. Like that is the place where people are just talking about it. They're posting all the breaking stuff. It can get super technical, but that's where developers and advocates like me are just really in there and we're really sharing what's working and what's not. There was a guy who and I I, I don't want to I don't want to speak this wrong. So I'm just going to I'm going to reflect what I remember in the theme of what he was going for with this experiment is he started up a chat with with chat gpt he said i have a thousand dollars and i want to turn it into a business and i i, I want to see how much money i can make with this thousand dollars what should we do and ai is this pandora's box of of information now first of all let's just pause for a second you could also go to google and say business ideas to start with a thousand bucks. You'll probably find a bunch of articles. You'll find listicles. You'll find somebody talking about how they built a business from their first grand. You know, like there's going to be those stories. They will inspire you. I am confident that plenty of businesses have been inspired by that exact same model. Okay. So let's just make sure that that like, I don't want the immediate backlash. Like that's not because it was never possible before. It absolutely was. But think about this for a minute, where now you've got a a, a pseudo all knowing database, you've got a quick parameter, which is your goal, you have some money and you want to make more. And you you have this assistant that doesn't need to get paid, doesn't tell you you're wrong, doesn't judge your ego if it shows up. And is willing to work all day, all night, doesn't ask for a raise, doesn't ask for time off, it doesn't have to worry about upward momentum in their career, isn't trying to take your job from you, and isn't about to take the idea, steal it, and go run with it, right? Like, think about that for a minute. That, that's wild, right? So first of all, yes, you can just go into GPT and you can say, "Help, give me business ideas to create you know, something new. Well, it will, and they'll probably suck. But as soon as you actually get good at saying, I want you to act like a seasoned multi-talented CEO of a successful company that has had multiple wins in the past. There's a big difference between give me business ideas and that. right? And then you say, I have a challenge for you. I have a thousand dollars. I'm going to act as your liaison and I want you to show me the ways that you would use that money to turn it into more money. We're going to use your expertise, I'm going to do everything you say within reason, and we're going to learn along the way. Ask me as many questions as you need until you have the absolute confidence that you've got a great plan in order to turn this into more money. I challenge everybody who's listening to go into ChatGPT and type something like that in, and be prepared to just have your mind blown by the fact that your output's still going to be different than mine. And mine's going to be different from hers and hers is going to be different from the other thousand people that go into there because your input is going to give it the bias that it needs in order to craft it for you. You can't do that with Google. You, you can't even really do that with the business coach because they're coming in narrow focus to help you do one thing. You've got this ability to turn it into something more. So the long story short there is that. This guy got ideas. He acted as the liaison. GPT kept giving him ideas. He would post this thing. He'd create that content. He did this. He registered domain. He started a drop shipping store, all these things. And then it got picked up by the media. Dude went on um, local news. He ended up getting sponsorships. He was making money. He reinvested that money. And he basically just kept feeding information back into AI. And it said, fantastic. Now that you've got $4,000, have you considered doing this? He was like, nope, I haven't. Let's do it. Where do I start? Okay, well, let's start with the campaign. Let's put it together. And you you just, the options are unlimited by design. But the fact that you now have this sidekick, this counterpart, this this ability to be able to work with your creativeness, magic can happen. There was another story where somebody recently just like, they, they had AI pick the stocks to invest. And they were like, take all of the market data and tell me what I should buy and it used deductive reasoning to understand what was the highest return lowest risk short-term investments and it it helped it helped with him with all the trades dude ended up making some money is that always going to be the case no but it was a case worth noting so I, I I do believe that the power is there because we're proving it but again if if you're if you're not leaning into it, if you're not open to it, it's gonna pass you by. So from here out, if you're if you're thinking about like, oh, I wanna do this, I have a side hustle, I wanna turn something else, but you're stuck. Let this be the wake up call that you need to be unstuck and to give you something that you need to not have to paint from a blank canvas for the first time or for the next time or for the last time, therefore.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, if you guys are not just sitting on the edge of your seat, like hairs on the back of your neck standing up with excitement about the possibility and the potential about AI. I don't, what are you, what's even, I don't know what's wrong with you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's completely out of alignment with how I speak to, but you know, I just, sometimes you need a, a little bit of a, a reality check. So I know that everyone is just dying to, know more to learn more and because you are just the way that you teach I I know that they want to and need to get into your world there are so many ways for them to do that between the things that you're you're teaching right now um and some other ways plus I mean you fast foundations too I'm sure that this is going to be like an integral part of that which is guys if if you're looking for a mastermind it is really it's it was the first big mastermind that i joined and i have to tell you it changed the trajectory of my business so let me just give that little plug for fast foundations but i'm going to let you share with everyone exactly all the ways the best ways for them to get into your world
1: i appreciate it yeah I, i i love the fast foundations program it's one of the joys of my life to have picked that up from chris and Lori with my business partner rt and now continue it um really quickly, if, if you're thinking about a mastermind that I was a part of too, we're, we're both alumni of the program, um, and it is it is just such an honor to keep that going and to support entrepreneurs on their journey, uh, fastfoundations.com. You can check that out. You can just learn a little bit more about it. For me, uh, so a couple things. So first of all, uh, definitely a couple gifts for the the people who are listening. Um, I had mentioned I have, a, I have a main stage session of teaching chat GPT, and it was one of the it was one of the in-stage, uh, in-person main stage sessions that I gave with RT for the mastermind. Um, we, we rarely do this, but we had so much demand we decided to. So we made that session fully public. That's on our YouTube channel. Um, so I'll link you to that so everybody can check it out. You can also just download the prompts so that way you can copy and paste everything from the presentation and just follow along in the whole YouTube videos there. Um, again, we'll put it in the show notes, but it's fastfoundations.com slash chat GPT. So you could just go there, check it out, download it, I email you the prompts, it's easy. Uh, if you're just looking for ideas and, and AI stuff, you're just you're AI curious, uh, follow me on social. That's the simplest way, say hi on Instagram. I'm at causehacker on Instagram and all the other socials like we talked about. And what I love doing the most is actually customizing the way that I like to understand how AI can actually affect for the best, the best reasons possible on your business so right now i just i have a lot more time and i'm just offering free calls to entrepreneurs who are serious about it and really really want to implement something like this and just don't know where to start and you can book a call with me on my website at jimcarter.me forward slash call so my name jimcarter.me forward slash call grab a time it follows up with a little type form give me information about your business and we'll jam out and we'll talk about it and i would love to see if i can support you because this is worth paying attention to. And I am—I have fully pivoted my entire professional career because I believe in it so much. That's how much I believe this will make a big impact on people. And I've given up almost everything else. And that, that that's the, the seriousness of the situation. So in kind, like we started this conversation, you know, you have to do it for a reason. My reason is just because I want to help entrepreneurs the same way. And I, I truly believe that we can make a bigger impact together and we can use tools like this to make it happen.
0: Oh, my gosh. Look at you closing loops. I love it. And such, closing them gener- all. <laughs> <laughs> such generous, generous offer for hopping on a call with you guys. You have no idea You if you need to stop what you're doing and literally get on Jim's calendar like yesterday. So if you're driving. I'd recommend pulling over because you know you when you wait to do something later, we don't actually do it. We forget about. It. We have the best of intentions. So stop what you're doing and get after it right now. Okay. There's been so many juicy nuggets, but we always have to ask for one more because why not? Is there is there like one parting little drop of wisdom, a thought, whatever it is that you want to leave everybody with?
1: I mentioned a lot and <laughs> I don't want to continue to overwhelm anybody. Uh, but I, I think it's just a phrase that I said before, which is just be willing to lean in. You, you don't have to adopt this overnight. It doesn't have to become part of your life. You don't have to be that person at the family holidays that now is responsible for training the rest of your family. It doesn't have to go that far. But I think I would just ask you to say, what would it be like if you could remove some of the biggest barriers of you just taking action What would that do for you like it had nothing to do with technology just what is that feeling and then imagine that because it's literally real if you had a tool to help you do it. And that's what I've been using and that's what I'm teaching and that's what you've been doing that's what so many people have been trying to adopt into their life. And it doesn't take technical knowledge to finally remove so many of these big barriers that keep us in in action so what's holding you back and you just you just have to be willing to try it just just lean in and give it a shot and hell like I said watch the YouTube video that I have for free and just see what's possible and when you see what's possible you can start to realize it and you can you can internalize it to say all right maybe I can use this and that that would be my challenge for the listeners is just try to be open to finding a way that this could add that much more joy to your life and that could open up a massive creative outlet that you just didn't even know you had.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh, thank you so much for this really amazing conversation and for all the wisdom that you shared. I'm super excited about it. And I'm so grateful for, the, for your time, for you being here. And so thank you from the bottom right, of I got my you.
1: heart. You're welcome and thank you too. Thanks for having me
0: uh, we, we, it was our pleasure. Oh my God. You, everyone got so spoiled with everything that you shared today. So appreciate you. We will catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button. So you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.